What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara, and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Devin. Hello. 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 All right, Devin, welcome back after a week off. What do you got for us? Thank you. Yeah. You know, since we uh, took off a week, didn't tell everyone, I've got two quotes, Ooh. and each pretty much unrelated, so hang on to your butts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the pride of the artisan in his art... And it uses its pride in itself. Wait, let me start that again. Hang on. Okay. I've got the book at a weird angle. I'm going to blame it on the funny angle. <laughs> it was a funny angle. The pride of the artisan in his art and its uses is pride in himself. It is in his skill and ability to make things that he wishes them to be that he rejoices. Okay, that's one. So hold that in your brain. Okay. All right. There is one form of hope which is never unwise, and which certainly does not diminish with the increase of knowledge. In that form, it changes its name, and we call it patience. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know that. That was... I'll give that one to you one more time. There's a form of yep. hope which is never unwise, and which certainly does not diminish with the increase of knowledge. In that form, it changes its name, and we call it patience. Okay, so we got the uh, value of art in one, and patience being hope in a different form and name. Okay. Okay. So let's start. Let's start. <laughs> let's start with art. Right. So, so yeah. The, so uh, the value of art is in the. It, it, I mean, I guess the kind of way I took it, and maybe I have to read it again. We'll see. Is like uh, value in art is is in the 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 uh, reaching a goal that you set for yourself as a creative, and right. making something that in the end serves a purpose, and you've reached that goal as part of the the like goal as a maker. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I, I think so. It's it's just like it's a natural good feedback loop that should right. should make you more proud of yourself, right? More happy mm. with yourself because you've created something of use or value or beauty, and then hopefully that reflects back on you. Right. Right. I mean, that's like the basis of everybody. People are are depressed because they don't have a, a, a use or they don't they don't think they're worth right. anything. Right. So, I mean, right. even even I mean, and we already know. Just you see people on Instagram and talking to people. We some of that. I would not have to go that deep in it, but you know, mental health issues. But people fight it a lot of times just making stuff. Yeah, because it gives them a, a, a some some worth. Because right away you have this great thing that you've made, and you can't talk yourself out of it. Right? Like God, right. I, I don't do anything. I'm not. It's like no. There's this. There's this thing here you did. This is great. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> One of the things that I uh that I tell to my students often or comes up in conversation is about the, the fact that artists um are bearing their selves to the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So we've we've figured out this this way to take what's happening inside and put it outside. And then then we have people critique it and, and basically like tell us what's good or bad about this piece of us that we have taken out of ourselves and put on, on show. Yeah. Um, which it can be very therapeutic 
um, when you don't have that type of outlet, right? When you don't have the ability to take something that's either bothering you or something that you're passionate about or something that means a lot to you and turn it into something that can, uh, that you can show people and that you can like use as a way to, to, to move that high level of passion, whether that's good or bad, you know, around. Um, and that's pretty important for artists to, to hear, you know, to be able to take that stuff and then hear some feedback. And that's why we do like creative or constructive criticism, right? That it's not just criticism based off of like, I don't like this. I said, my students, you can't ever just say, you don't like something. You got to tell me why. <laughs> and then you got to follow that up with like, this is how I think it could be better. Right. Or this is how I think you could have done it in a different way. And then, and then this way that you did do it could be stronger with this, right? So there's that like, again, that, that loop, that feedback loop by creating something and putting it out there and then be able to get some feedback on it and uh, yeah. And kind of release some of that energy. Yeah. And, and I'll say a lot of things you are opening yourself up to uh, just criticism and people being yeah. nasty. But I think if we're talking about makerspace, Right, the quote unquote maker world. Yeah. People are pretty really Positive. opening. Oh yeah, absolutely. Po it's not like you're trying to make a new like some music or something and you like show it to your friends, like, Oh, I got this new like check out my new beats and I did this and that. And people are like, Ah, no, that sucks. Like Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, hey, in this group of people, they see that you're trying. Yeah. And are just happy that you're in like their group. Like, hey man, right on, yeah. you're doing you're doing axes. Yeah, cool. We love axes. Come come join us. That's a yeah. great first hang. Like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You have, there's a lot of, um, a lot of encouragement within mm -hmm. the maker community. Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of like freedom of information, like free flow information. Everyone's willing to help. Everyone's willing to like throw a tip in, you know, or some, like someone who just started, right. Could be like, Oh yeah. You know, I, I had this trick for, like I, I just took, I just pulled an ax head off a handle for the very first time. And I found that, you know, using like using a nail and driving it in sideways and then like putting a screwdriver under that nail and, and levering it up can help get wood wedges out, you know, like that's the stuff, you know, that people just want to know and trade information or, you know, all the little bits and pieces of information that we all have and we acquire the maker community is so free with that information. Um, you know, it's, that's, it's a pretty cool, like, it's just a, it's a great community. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me ask you a question before we move on to the second quote. Uh, I guess I can ask it in a general way. What makes bad art? Uh, I think like insincerity, insincerity makes Insin bad art. Yeah. Um, so often for, uh, non artists or people who, um, so I would say the biggest, the, the, like for, the, the example that's forefront in my brain is abstract expressionism. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people who don't know about art or don't can't appreciate art and not just appreciate for the fact like, Oh, I appreciate you, but appreciate it as in like, I understand the background. I understand the history. And because of that, I can appreciate it for what it is. Right. It's like right. there's there's an there's art appreciation, which means not just the fact that you can like or dislike art, but you have studied enough to understand why things are being made. So with abstract expressionism, this is paintings that people say it looks like my kid could have done it or I could have done it. You know, mm. you could maybe 
but then sincerity's not there, mm. right? Like, there's the drive, the passion, the like, the the concept. You know, the the struggle isn't there. And I think when someone does a piece, and it, that struggle or that sincerity isn't there, that's what makes bad art. Mm. So if someone is passionate about what they're doing and they're trying and, and they talk about it and you can tell that they really mean something and it just doesn't look great. Well, it doesn't really matter. Right. It's still a good piece of art to them. They've, they've like pushed a, an idea or a concept or they, they have, they can talk about their work in a way that is meaningful and it, and you can tell that it's, it's really like solved something for them or helped them release something you know, then that makes it good for someone, right? It's good for them. Um, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe I can, I can give them pointers on their brushwork or, you know, or their composition or their draftsmanship, but that doesn't take away from the fact, I don't think that makes it bad art. I just think that makes it less skilled. There's a level of skill that's involved to a bad art is when it's insincere. When someone's like, does a painting, like does a fake abstract expressionist painting and says it like, look, I could do it too. You know, like this is what I did. I just made a splatter painting. Well, you, you, you did a thing, but there's no art behind it. There's no concept. There's no like passion or uh, sincerity. Yeah. So yeah. That's and that, no, that's, oh, yeah, that's a good way to put it. I was, but also I was thinking, does modern art push people back to uh popular, easy cheap art not you know cheap but like um people like hotel are so, art yeah right people are so like not not offended is the word but so like maybe disgusted or like ah that's they do that they just do the oh i could do that i don't right. understand it so then they do just fall back to like uh, something comfortable like yep. a nice scene, like a Thomas Kincaid thing, because right. it's it's easy to understand. Yeah, you know, warm colors, nice cabin, idyllic setting, right, and like a horse and carriage. Like I, I like this, and that, that's <laughs> right. fine if that's if that's what you want to hang in your house, and that makes you feel good when you look at it. Then that's that's um that works for you. Then it works for you. Just like right. if someone wants to spend a million dollars on a uh, painting that seems to be just blue you know painted blue leaning against the wall that works for them too but right they will be down a million bucks but (laughs) but but um, i mean if you're willing to pay a million dollars then that that piece of art is worth more than a million dollars to you right exactly yeah you know yeah yeah i agree i mean i think yeah right so so that's the other aspect right that the 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 quality of a piece of art is in the eye of the beholder Hmm. So if, if someone enjoys it for some reason, then, then that's art to me, that is the art. The art is that it's the, the experience that happens between the viewer and the piece, right? There's the creation of art that the artist does, but, but the art in general is that experience, like going to an art museum and seeing work, that's (laughs) art to me, you know? So you're, you're like the, the, the artist creates the piece the viewer takes the piece in and that that conversation between that work and the viewer that's what we're doing as artists we're putting things out there for people to see so that's the end goal is for someone to see it now that's the difference between a designer or you know commonly known as maker right is that we're like making things 
I guess I guess Maker is kind of nice because it's both. You know, Maker it can be art or design. Yeah, and I think I think that's a good it's a good bridge between within that community within the community that like the the newish term Maker is like is that bridge because you could be a maker and just and be a complete artist you know art as in fine art something you put on a wall to look at and that's its purpose as opposed to design where or you know craft where you're creating something that is that has aesthetic value but it's it's it serves a purpose by for someone using it and you know someone else taking it and then using it for something else not just as you know aesthetic right on the wall i mean so, people people making their own stuff has become so rare that you can bunch every category of making an art into one thing is like all right well we'll just say anyone who does anything you're a maker because we don't have enough people right. in each discipline to like <laughs> right yeah exactly you know 100 years ago there was you know uh, seventy thousand blacksmiths you know right. now there's <laughs> you know probably like a thousand real professional blacksmiths in the country Right. There might be more amateurs because it's getting more popular. But yeah. Right. So now it's like, all right, anyone who does anything, you're in our community now. Like, yeah, you yeah, make right. stuff. It has to be such a broad term to to catch anyone we can. Right. Yeah. Right. Because the the culture of making has has diminished significantly in the past, say, fifty years, um, or sixty or seventy years, whatever. But but it's also growing like people are there's a revitalization of the maker community which is why the maker term has come back or has come you know has started back has started up you know maker camp uh maker central he's like you know these events (laughs) and things that are that are that are specifically for makers for people who are making things and that could be art or design or craft or whatever just people who who decided to like take something make something from nothing Mm -hmm. and that's why i love that uh you you knew actually turned it on to me the um Adam Savage's uh little like eight minute bit about what is a maker, you know. Right. And he talks about it and you've quoted it on the podcast before, but that's that's like that's a great like synopsis of what a maker is. It's someone who's who has an idea and you take that idea and you convert it into something new. Right. It's like mm-hmm. that conversion is making. Yeah. Um and yeah, and then like someone enjoys what you did, right? So then you make another one, and someone else enjoys it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Holy yeah, hell, no. man! Like I love that. Like yeah, no, that's some way want to buy it. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and that's obviously there's a there's a selfishness to it, right? You're like you want to make something and show people, and you want to get that positive feedback. But you know, that's that's us as humans, right? We want to work like that's something that's um, unique to human nature is the creation of things to like look beautiful. Right. Yeah. I mean, every other creature on this planet, there are creatures who use tools, but they're like purely utilitarian tools. Like they're not creating something to look, you know, they're not, they're not putting more time and effort into something to have it look nice as Mm. opposed to just serve a purpose. Mm. Like I can carve a spoon and it would work as a spoon and it would shovel as much food in my mouth as I wanted to. But if it doesn't look nice, I'm not going to want to keep it and not want to use it again. You know, like it's, yeah, it's going to serve a purpose if I'm dying. If I need a, something to shovel food into my mouth, I'm going to use a piece of bark or a leaf you or a use stick. your fingers if you're dying. Yeah, right. Exactly. I have spoons. Yeah. I have five of them on both hands. <laughs> so we're talking about that. So, and the whole, that goes into patience while making. And I was, uh, I was actually going to do, the may for makers thing i was gonna put you dust because i mean who else can you pick yeah. other than your partner in crime for this this channel and this podcast 
and then you did it. So it, it was so <laughs> it was so nice that I was like, oh, maybe I'll just leave that there and let him do it. Because <laughs> then we're just going back and forth. Like, oh, yeah, okay. right, you guys exactly. are just praising yeah. each other about your channel. That's enough. <laughs> you scratch my back, I'll scratch your mm -hmm. back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just let that one hang there. And, and... Yeah, I mean, I was thinking it was like, okay, well, you know, I'm trying to think about other makers and stuff, and and or praising like ideas or. You know, people who pushed the maker community, like, um, you know, like uh, P.L. Smith, right? You know, like, uh, what's the shoot? I'm, I'm blanking on the names. Priscilla and Luke Smith. You know, right. they're the ones who started Made for Makers. Right. Um, you know, praise them. And I was kind of going through different things. My family and, you know, and also, like, my country for the ability to do what I do. You know, the mm -hmm. freedoms and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of going through all these things and... And then, yeah, it just popped in my head. I was like, yeah, how about Devin? <laughs> you know, because, <laughs> like, we, like, we equally push each other and we equally, like, I think, hold each other back occasionally. I think we're both pretty similar in our personalities where we're, like, you know, we could we could push harder and, you know, we could do better if we wanted to or or maybe not. You know, this is, maybe it's just what we are. Maybe it's who we are. We are what we are. And, you know, I think we work <laughs> awesome together, obviously, because we keep doing it and we keep enjoying it. So <laughs> as long as we keep enjoying it, it's like – why not? So, yeah. yeah. There'll be something new out at least every month for a long time. So Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, as long as we keep yeah, as long as we can keep doing it, we'll keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no uh patience. But it's funny to connect that with hope. Like it's pay another I not, never really thought of it that way. Yeah, that one that one was pretty good. I really like that. That hope has another name when you're like putting it in like you have a goal or an end goal, right? Then it's patience. Yeah. Hope almost seems foolish. Patience seems wise. Right. right? They're, yeah. they're two, two sides of the same coin almost. Right. So you have, yep. if you can be like, ah, well, I think I'm, I'm going to be hopeful about this and maybe it'll turn out the way I want. Or it's, you'd be like, well, I'm going to be patient and wait and, and yep. see what happens. That seems like the more, because <laughs> I think patience has a, Maybe it's a planned hope, you know? Right, yeah. Like, I think this will help what I'm doing if I'm just patient about this. Yeah. Or like patience, pa yeah, patience has, like, an, an, a, uh, a finish line. Right. Right, patience means I'm being patient because I know it's going to happen at some mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. Hope is I hope it happens at some point. Don't know when that point right. is. You might not be acting. Maybe it'll never happen, thing. right? But I hope it does, yeah. Yeah, patience, patience is, like, there's I can see the end over there. I just need to get there and i'll get there eventually i can see it but i have right. to be patient enough to get there yeah yeah i really like that because you know i think i think so many uh people expect things to go really fast mm. um or you know they like people are upset when um you know when like it, as far as like youtube makers like when the channel doesn't grow quick enough or um you know when you have a slowdown or people don't watch a video or you know like people think that they're going to get to the end really quickly or people who are starting out, you know, knife making or ax hanging or woodworking, you know, you see that we have so much access to all these people who are so good at things they do online, you know, so people want to jump to like this end goal right away. But I think there is, there's wisdom and there's like, uh, like a maturity to gain by, the process of learning you know like people say it all the time you know it's like we'll make a bunch of normal knives regular 
good steel, just make a bunch of knives and then try something crazier down the line, you know, like, Mm -hmm. but we have so much access to this information that we can see people doing it. And they're like telling us how to do it all the time. Mm -hmm. People want to jump ahead, like really far ahead to these like more advanced skills. And then when they try it and it doesn't turn out, they get frustrated because they want to jump ahead really quickly or, you know, like, so I think there is a, there's a real, like level of maturity that comes along with building patience over time that like building up these skills and just kind of working slowly and working and moving, moving and moving and seeing that, seeing that progress. Um, yeah. And yeah. seeing your growth as opposed to like just aiming like really high right quick. So, yeah. Patience is more of a virtue than it's like ever been. Right. Cause everything's just coming so much. Everything's come so much faster now. Right. Yeah. Anything you want or anything you want to do or hear or see or watch, you don't really have to be patient with any of it. Right. Yeah. So, you can like so jump forcing, in the deep end. <laughs> right. So yeah. forcing yourself to be patient, it's uh, more worthwhile, I guess. Um, yeah. And I think that also causes, causes a lot of burnout, right? People are like, oh, I yeah. love this thing. I want to do yeah. it. They get, they buy all the stuff and then they're like, oh, I can't do it. And then they sell all their stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, it didn't come as quickly as I wanted to do, you know? And maybe that's not a new thing. Maybe that's been like forever, but you know, it's because we have so much access to all this information now that, you know, we've like, you see other people do it and they make it look so easily because, you know, you edit a seven hour like filming session down to 30 (laughs) minutes and it makes it look easy because it's like, oh, because we're showing all the, the, the good process. You know, it's like, oh, this looked really cool. Like, look how it worked really well at this point. We didn't see the like, you know, the the 50 other draw knife strokes that I did that didn't cut a really nice curl while trying to make a bow. You know, it's like, they're all, my wrists are hurting. You're talking about what we're going to do for an hour before we even start shooting. Exactly. Standing around. Like, wait, this isn't working, or why isn't this? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 You got to be patient. But yeah, I was going to give you the compliment is, is you are, you have patience in most all things. I think that you do, and that right. that's who you are, and that, that goes a long way, obviously, and everyone, if you can be like that. But you're always, you're a patient worker, patient right. person, you know. I think most of our family is like that. We don't get frustrated um, so easily. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. patience, and, well, we can, I, it might get better. Well, I think yeah. it can get better. We always have it in the back of our head, which is a nice, a nice thing. Yeah. Yeah, right. I think, you know, some of that is that mindset is that, that like, um, positive, right? Or the, the glasses, right. the glasses half full mindset. Right. But like, yeah, you know, it didn't work out well this time, but you know, it's probably going to work out well in the next one. You know, it's worked out well before in the past. So why not? You know, like, eh, be all right. You know, there's yeah, other things just, to worry about. It's just our viewpoint as, as, um, Paul McCartney and John Lennon said, uh, Paul McCartney, part of the line was, it's getting better all the time, right? And then yeah. Lennon's was, it can't get no worse. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just their attitudes. Paul's, yeah, hey, right. it's getting better all the time. And John's like, well, it can't get any worse, can it? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just a, uh, funny. Um, yeah. Okay, so we can talk about what we've we've been doing, but I want to go into a really surprising thing i ran into so we're we're doing housework around our house okay and we've ditched the idea of mulch um it's just you have to do it every year and it's just kind of a pain and, and yeah my wife doesn't really like it so i'm like okay yeah we so we're gonna know. do stones you know you <laughs> oh, can do okay. stones you can still plant the things you want to plant um 
the dog won't get money when he runs through them. You know, <laughs> I mean, we'll probably I'll probably have stones throughout the whole yard because yeah. Maeve, my daughter, will probably pick them all up and put them all over. So we'll see about that. But so we're like, okay, we want to get like kind of uh you know whatever river rock kind of smoother rounds the stones nice. and then get yeah. them and put them all around our uh patio and and do that and all the a lot of the gardens just to keep them there and then we'll be done with it um so i asked a local place about a price i said how much is a half ton of river rock they have they have there they have delaware river rock it's 1 mm-hmm. to 3 inches Round, kind of roundish river rock stones. Okay. Half ton. I guess it's yeah. like a little less than a half yard of of rocks. But I think when it's a rock, they do it in tonnage or weight. Right. Isn't it a, a ton 2,000 pounds? Is that what it is? A ton is 2,000, so it's 1,000. Okay. And then a yard of rock is, I think, weighs a, li- a half yard of rock is is uh, weighs a little bit more than half a ton. Okay. So I'm saying, okay, well, I'll pick up about a thousand pounds of rocks, and we'll see how far that gets me. Okay. Yeah. Um, how much would you guess that costs? All right. So a thousand pounds of stone. So I'll say. So I'll I'll say this: a yard of like leaf grow, which is which is a compost mix between dirt and leaves. So it's mm-hmm. like the brown and the and the and the dirt, you know, mm-hmm. um, is like. So that's, you know, they, they basically scoop a big old pile out of the pile with their big back, you know, their front load or whatever, and then dump it in the back of your truck. Mm-hmm. I think that was like, uh, I want to say like $70, $80. Mm-hmm. So obviously stone is different. You know, they have, it's like process different. It's not just dirt and leaves. Um, let's say uh, $500. Um, I'll say that's what I thought going in. Oh, okay. And when she told me the number, I had to repeat, <laughs> repeat it twice because I didn't believe it. $63. What? Yeah. $63. Nice. That's good. I was, I was surprised. Yeah. Because like, you know, dirt and leaves like that right. can, they can get that from anywhere. Right. So right, it's just right. like, it takes more, it takes processing and stuff, but. but maybe, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it depends where you're getting them. Del- yeah, Delaware is right. relatively local. So if they have a place where they can kind of scoop it out, do minimal cleaning, they don't have to chop yeah. it up. They don't have to color anything, but you know, you would think certain types. I mean, yeah, I was, we were ready to pay that much. <laughs> we we're thinking, we we're like, well, it might be like 500 bucks that I think that was around the number we we're thinking, yeah, but I was right. like, at least one had to do it every year. Right. We buy it once and we're done with it. Yeah. And yeah, she, I was like, what? She's like, yeah, 63. It's like $63 for, <laughs> for half a ton for, for a thousand pounds. Yeah. Yeah. 63. I was like, all right. Well, here, I'll tell you. So I picked up, um, I went to metal supermarkets yesterday and I got the steel we need to work to do the top for the barrel table. Mm-hmm. Um, eight foot piece, um, one eighth by one by eight feet flat bar. And I also got a six foot piece of three quarter inch mild steel square bar just to like do tongs and stuff, like do some blacksmithing pro- um, projects. How much do you think those two pieces of steel cost? Uh, together? Well, the yep. strip I'll get. Oh, I forget. See, I'm, I forgot how much we were looking at it. Yeah, right. At Home Depot. At Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I'll say 
$50 for the strip of steel and 150 for the big bigger chunk. Okay, yeah, that's really high. Um, oh, well, so, a- yeah, so it was like, I think it was like $19 for the eight foot um, by one by, you know, the flat, the flat stock. Uh, for some reason, eight. I thought it was more. At, yeah. at, at it may have been. I think maybe we we're looking. Maybe it was like twenty or thirty bucks. Okay, Metal cool. Super Rex, Yeah, so it was like twenty, and then or that it was like eighteen or something, and something like tw- like twenty nine or something. So it was all in all with tax, oh, nice. it was like fifty something bucks. Oh, great. So so for let's say four pounds of steel, I bought for fifty three dollars, and you paid for a thousand pounds of stone for sixty three dollars. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's why they made Stonehenge, huh? They were like the <laughs> cheapest thing in town. We were going to make it Steelhenge, but <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the technology yet. Um, oh, that's Dang, crazy! That's, but yeah, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna do that. We actually went the other day, but we didn't have enough time, so we didn't go pick it up. But we're gonna do that next week. Yeah, um, I, I just was kind of amazed by the price, so that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I would yeah, I would have thought there was something more to it with like the weight and the processing, but yeah, I guess not. I mean, that's awesome. I mean it's one of those things yeah, where if crazy. you buy bags of river stones, right? Yeah. It's crazy expensive. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, you buy a forty pound of it's probably th- twenty, thirty bucks. Right. Yeah. You know, just for those bags. I mean, that's why you buy bulk and you buy from right. a place, but the prices are crazy. Like you know, you try to if you if we try to fill in everything with just bags of rocks from Home Depot. Yeah, it would be, it would be yeah, exactly. It that would be would. 500 bucks. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. What uh where are you getting it from? Um I forget the name. It starts with an L. Um, oh, okay. That's in Bel Air. Like something. Right. But just a uh, local, you know, they have mulch and stones and all that stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, we got we got something from Bel Air one time from a place up there. I forget what it was called too, but yeah, there was a like we got some um, either like a leaf grow or something. We usually get it from uh, the place right next to the Texas uh, dump. Oh yeah, you know the one in Cockeysville. So there's that like right on the backside as you're leaving on the left. There's that like processing place right next to it, and they have, like the big piles of mulch and stuff. And that's where we get ours. It's, you know, relatively yeah. expensive. So, but yeah, that's crazy. That's cool. So you, right. you're doing stone. So you're doing it in the front beds and the back around the patio. Uh, yeah, we're just going to do the back probably this year. But actually, we might do the rest because we were thinking it would be more expensive. Yeah, like, right, exactly. <laughs> maybe we'll do one this year, and because I mean, we spend the most time out back. Um, yeah, right. And yeah, got the, uh, and now we got the patio and the or the couch and the TV out there and all. It's crazy. Mm, nice. It's yeah, real sweet. nice. Are you um, a TV out there on the back porch now? Yeah, nice. yeah. We mounted a TV. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> let's go outside and, and appreciate nature. Watch some right, let's turn on TV. Let's turn on some TV. Hey, it's and a thirty. It's a thirty-two inch, and it's way up high, so you still get the view. <laughs> but, no, uh, you know, I say whatever, man. That's cool. You can sit outside reason, and watch football, right? Like, it's whatever. more reason like, to yeah. get us outside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's cool. Uh, but that's actually I've only sat out there a couple times. Well. um, Maeve and I were out there tonight. We were right. chilling, and she was watching Bluey <laughs> on it and kind of walking yeah. around. Because I didn't I mean, want to run. I didn't want to chase her around the yard. Like yeah, we were settling right. down, so it was like, let's just chill on the porch. It's nice out. Yeah, then she um, can focus and relax. And yeah, that. And there is one more thing we got. Well, I was just say I give you shit about that, but I sit out by the fire and watch my phone. Like I look at my phone and just watch like you know Netflix or something on my phone. So right, same difference, it's, but yeah, it's, it's kind of yeah. I mean, I was watching YouTube videos. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so one more big purchase. 
And this is another thing in patience. I had for so long bugged my wife about, I, you know, I think I want to get a one wheel. But it just kept getting, it kept getting more and more expensive. Yeah. Um. And and then the new one came out, and you like can't even buy the old version anymore. And the new one has issues, and it's like twenty three hundred dollars now. Whoa, dang, crazy. Jeez. So then I went the way of looking at electric bikes. Oh, okay. And there's a company called uh, I think Rad Power is what they're called. But they've got these great, um, great bikes, and we bought two of them, and we got them. <laughs> nice, that's awesome. Yeah, so it, it was uh, well. That was my thing. I was like, "Look, you don't want me thinking I'm gonna hurt myself. You don't want me yeah. getting it." Blah, blah blah. I was like, "For that price, we can get two electric bikes. Yeah, with a baby seat. Oh, that's you know, sweet. Yeah. and then we can all we can go and go together, and that's that's what we did." Yeah, that's awesome. That's one of those things that, like, you know, even a, even riding around on an electric bike, you're getting a workout, right? Because you're out, you're moving, you're like, so if you know, and that's that's kind of the reason. I've heard a lot of people say the reasoning that by behind it is like, I you know, for so long I wanted to get out and do something and ride a bike, but it's you know, it's it it takes work. You know, it's like it's hard. Right. It's not super right. easy. So if you can make it easier, it just gets you out there. Yeah. Right. And then you're enjoying it and you want to do it more often. Mm-hmm. And like, why not? <laughs> Sounds awesome. So I yeah. sent you a picture. They're really cool. They're like these. It's I think it's the biggest brand in the U.S. It's kind of like these utility kind of step through. Yeah. But the whole the metal frame is built into it. And like the back is built into it. So you can carry a lot or like That's another person sweet. could sit on the back. Yeah. It's got four levels of power assist. So you can. Right. Depending on how much you want to pedal, you can decide. And then it's got full throttle if you just want to blast, and it can go nice. 20 miles per hour. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, I just sent you a picture with the two. Caitlin's got the green one with the kid seat, and I got the black yeah, one. Those are nice. But they're really cool. Uh, big, fat, like medium fat tires. Not the large yeah. ones, but just big enough to, you know. Yeah, right. So you can, like, go over get, grass. Get, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, right. So, no, they're, they're, they're really cool. Um, we already went. We got this uh, a trail near us, Hike and Bike or NCR trail yeah. that runs up through Maryland into Pennsylvania, and it's, like, perfect. It's, like, this long, flat, um, dirt-crushed rock <laughs> trail. And we, we, I mean, we just, we went so far, not yeah, realizing. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just all of a sudden, you're, like, through another town, like, oh, there's Moncton, there's this, there's that. And then we're, yeah. like, oh, we better turn back. I don't know how far we've gone. Where'd you guys start? Uh, right near right. us, just right above the Whitehall stop. Above Whitehall stop, where is that? I don't know where that is near you. I don't know how to get to there from like, cause we, we have it near us as well. Cause so yeah. what we're talking about is there's a, there's a trail called the NCR um, trail, which it is, was originally part of like a rail to trail system where there were railways that have been turned into trails. So this is like a, a trail that runs along a river basically. Yeah. And, um, and we've always caught it the hike and bike. We, uh, some really close friends of our family grew up, their house was right on it. So we spent a lot of time on it and now, I live on it and I'm further South than you. We, you know, I'm probably like 15 miles or so South of you and you also live on it too. So like we've, we've ridden it North cause it actually ends just near us at paper mill. Like that's pretty much the end of it right there at our stop. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. If you head South, it doesn't go very much further from where we are. Head South. Yeah. South. It, it goes really far North towards oh. you. You're oh, north okay. of us. If you come all the way to us, we're at the bottom end of it. 
So you can go north, it goes all the way far. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, up yeah right, PA right. It all. starts around Cockeysville, yeah. Yeah, right. So, like, it's just a cool, you know, relatively flat because it was a train rail. So, and it's just nice, you know, mostly, uh, you know, densely packed dirt. I, I ride my road bike on it. So I'm like mm-hmm. riding with road bike tires and yeah, it's perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's an awesome trail. So, so it's so nice and smooth that we only had, most of the time we had power level assist one on. Oh, nice. So yeah, it, was, just... it, was ju- it was just enough to give you a little extra push. Yeah. And then we were messing around with, you know, gunning it and yeah, how of fast course, yeah. four is and, you know, seeing how fast and. Yeah. But, seeing how, how, how close you can get to breaking the law, like using a powered vehicle on the right. trail. No motorized, but it's like, I think now if you yeah, go on, on right. that trail, half the time you see people in those because it's just a lot of, especially yeah, older not? people. Yeah. You know, they, they just, they want, if there's a hill, they don't want to struggle up it. Like, eh, yeah, right. I'm just going to crank the, the thing. Yeah. Help me yeah. up. <laughs> but no, we had a blast. Uh, That's sweet. Maeve loves it. Um, so yeah, we got those, and I've been, you know, uh, annoying Caitlin already. I'm like getting all these little accessories, and well, now we need a mirror, and this helmet looks nerdy, so I bought like a new helmet and like, all these things, you know. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I, you know, what was it? I, I uh, taught Corinne how to ride a bike on the hike and bike trail near us. Yeah, yeah. We probably, I mean. I don't think we learned how to ride bikes on it, but we definitely spent a ton of time riding bikes on it when we were kids. Oh yeah, yeah. Swimming, it's got great swimming holes along it. It's it's, it's a great spot. It's cool. Yeah. So that that was that's been fun. I look forward to doing more of that. Yeah, right on. It's been fun, like following along with your like moving into a new house journey. <laughs> it's like oh, I'm doing this new thing. I'm putting in this. Like, you know, changing this up along the way. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Now we just got to get out in that shop and get it all set up for you. I know it's been, it's a, it's a mess. Well, actually it's not a mess. Well, it was a mess. We cleaned it up and then just piled more stuff in it. So yeah. Right. Of course. Unusable as a shop. It's just a yeah, storage right now. Right. I know. I, I feel like, you know, we want to get in there and do a video of like setting it up and I think that would make a great video, but it also like unless we make it a priority i don't know you know when that'll happen and then you know i don't want you i guess it just depends it's it's up to you like if you want to set your shop up before that like then to set it up but if you want to wait then yeah like for me i couldn't wait <laughs> like you would be like all right we gotta do it now because <laughs> well, the shop yeah, has got to get set up because yeah i mean obviously for me right that's the shop that we shoot in so it wouldn't be a thing but it's like when we moved into this house you know i've said this before but the only thing in the shop downstairs or in the basement was it was just completely empty it had the the bench against the wall, um, and in the middle of the floor, the pile of uh, the extension cord pile that was the extension cord lights. And uh, and so like we moved in, and it was like literally within that first week, I was down there with Nicole, and we untangled the lights, and we hung them all up, and then I put a table down there. We I mean we had moved stuff in there, you know, because it was it was the basement, it was storage as well. Yeah. So, but it was like okay, well this whole end is going to be my shop, <laughs> and then the other side can be some storage which is now turned into like one wall of storage shelves. <laughs> but, you know, we don't have a ton of extra stuff. You know, we have the studio upstairs for like our books and our art supplies and stuff. And then the shop is my, you know, just down the shop. Yeah. Well, if I, if I needed to edit in the shop, it would be set up. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> my editing stations. Is, yeah. Is set. 
your your shop space what was yeah. that day two was that day two of Mayfair i know Makers? i've only done two days but i'm trying to yeah find... what that's some bullshit right there i'll tell you what you <laughs> hey, challenged me i you did said, well, you... if you do it i'll do it every day and what you, happened you won your, what are your words not good for anything <laughs> <laughs> huh just my word my one word yeah exactly what do you have other than your word <laughs> catch up <laughs> See, that's and and I was thinking the same thing. I was like, when I said it, you know, I was like, well, you know, I've done it before. I've done a few of them along the way when I have time. And then when you were like, well, you know, you got to do them all. It's like, okay, (laughs) right, I do. And I kind of knew, like, because I'm I'm a huge procrastinator. So I was like, if I wait and I like push it off to the next day, it's doing two things. For one, it's just going to build up. And then it's just too many to catch up, right? Right. And people do it. It's fine. It doesn't really matter. Like, it's just optional fun you know it's not it's no big deal mm-hmm. but for one that's the one thing right it'll build up and then it'll become a hassle right because then i gotta catch up and that's always sucks um yeah. the other thing it does is for me now it, i feel like is letting people down who are expecting to see the next day you know mm-hmm. like i've like now we're on day 12 and it's like we're almost halfway through the month and i have all these people who have who've like commented and like every day you know and they're expecting to see it so as i feel like if like so if I don't do it, it's going to build up. And if I don't do it, I'm letting people down. So See, I, I'm half doing it because you represent us. So, you know. No, no. You're, you're I doing, disagree. You're, do, you're doing it for us. <laughs> no, that's not what you said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I said when you texted me the first day. You were like, I don't know. I think you win. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> There's no winning. That's what you said. It's not a challenge. It was a if you do it, I'll do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we should both do it. Well. <laughs> I'll do some more. I'll, I'll pick a few. It's oh, a, yeah. and it, it's, yeah, a li- it's fine. It's a little bit weirder because my it's not the normal thing. So I have to like do a little uh, mental jujitsu to try to figure out how I can like how you can make it. Yeah, because right, no one else that, is is doing like digital maker stuff. Like yeah. I, I haven't seen anyone else doing that. It's all pretty much traditional. Ham in the shop is what I do. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because like, I mean, like, it's made for makers, right? Like the, like the what's in your wallet thing. Like, I mean, what would right. I sh- – it would just be normal wallet stuff. I'm not going to have a knife or a, a sheath thing or a um, a tool, you know, something <laughs> nice interesting. Tool. Yeah, right. It'd be like, oh, here's my keys and my wallet and my phone. And your phone, right. Hey, there have been people <laughs> who put that down. It's like, there it is. Right. And you the nice thing, the truth? You know, this is what's in it. <laughs> this is – yeah. I know. And actually, it's like the things that were in my pocket – Um. I don't always carry that marker, but I have been starting to carry that that kind of liner marker a little, marker a little bit more often. Right, and it I was mean, in my pocket that day, so it was like, yeah. oh, that's there. You and know, you so can I had kind of do the marker. You know, some people did. You can kind of do it where, like, hey, these are kind of sometimes are the things I carry. You yeah, might not right. all have it right on you right at the second that the thing popped up, but it's right. like, here's kind of stuff I might keep on my person while doing the the maker or thing or the craft that we're discussing. Right. And that was the reason why I did the axe was because it was that thing. It was like, yeah, you know, these are the things I carry. Like I do carry a flashlight and my knife and a pencil. Like those things are always on me as well as my, you know, wallet and phone and keys. Right. That's just normal stuff. Um, but I do have those extra things and they're on me all the time because I use them all the time. Um, but and I was like going to do it and I was like, ah, I want to do something else. I already had the, the shot like set up in my mind with the camera facing me and me pulling it out of my pocket and dropping him in front of me. Like I have my bandana, like all that stuff is there that like I pulled that specifically that bandana, that um, makers for Jesse bandana that we all got right. at maker camp. Mm-hmm. Like I wore that one that day because I knew later that day I was going to do the pocket dump. 
But I mean, I, I have a bandana in my pocket every day. But um, right. Yeah, and too. I was like, okay, I'll do all the stuff. And I was like, oh, I just need something else. And when I went down the shop to do it, I had I had a ton of axes on my bench because I've just been like doing axe stuff for the last two weeks or so, just off and on. And uh, and I was like, oh, what about an axe? Like, how could I make? How could I work that into it? And I thought about just like dumping all my pockets and then grabbing it, you know, like off the bench next to me or whatever. And I was like, oh, what if I'd like put it behind my leg? And so I did a couple takes with it, like there, to make it look. Yeah. You know, not like it was coming up off the ground, but that it was coming from behind my back. And so <laughs> that was fun. So it was like, dunk, 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 you know, dropped them on then just, and then just grabbed the ax and set it down. And it was really funny. So, you know, I, I'm posting these to Instagram, but I'm also um, reposting them or like, you know, simultaneously posting them to Facebook and uh, our school police officer, um, Jade Baker, who she and I get along really well. She's my same age. And, um, you know, just, we've become really friends. She's really good friend. She's worked at our school for a couple of years. Um, she, she commented on it and she was like, I knew it. Cause like we had talked, joked about something the other day. Cause you know, something about coming into school. Cause, um, in Baltimore city, they, there, there have been a few incidences. So they kind of meant they, they remandated a, uh, um, going through a metal detector. So we have a metal detector at our school, but we don't use it every day. So now we are using it every day. Um, just because like Baltimore city has remanded as like, okay, all high schools need to do this every day. So she, like I walked by one day cause the faculty and staff, we don't have to do it. We just walk into the school and go sign in and whatnot. It's funny. The students are like, why don't the, why don't the staff and faculty, why don't the teachers have to do it? It's like, because they are paying us to be responsible for you. <laughs> if they don't think that we can not bring weapons to school, they're not going to hire us. Like we've gone through this whole system. Like they are literally paying us to be responsible adults that can take care of children. <laughs> like that's right. what we're here for. You know, like, yeah, that, it's yeah, all part. If we want to jeopardize that, we lose our livelihood. You know, right. like that's, it's, it's not an option. You know, we, we have proven ourselves as responsible adults that can, that can like do this without having to be, you know, without having to be uh, whatever. So that being said, we had just talked about it the other day about like coming through and she was like, I know you got weapons or whatever. You like, you know, joking with me. And I was like, of course, you know, she knows I carry my skeletal every day. You know, like that's, that's part of me as a, as a ar architecture teacher, I'm always using it, using the pliers, using the screwdriver, using the knife, like all the time. Um, right. And, uh, and then, yeah. And then like that later that day, I posted that pulling the ax out from behind me and she was like, commenting on it. She's like, I knew it. And we were laughing the next day. She was like, was that you doing it? I was like, yeah, that was me. I took it. She was like, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but it's been fun. I, I really, I really enjoyed doing it, um, each day and trying to come up with different stuff. And it's, it's a little challenging, you know, but it, but it also, it makes it like interesting to try to come up with something and, and it's cool to have someone else giving you a prompt. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It, it like, it makes it a little easier because you don't have to like, you know, post something random. And it's also a, uh, it's like a story, right? So people are waiting for the next chapter each day. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's, it's all, it's all cohesive. It all works together. It's kind of cool. So. No, I, th I think it's a great thing. It is funny. The, I think that's the first time I've ever used hashtags, right? Or maybe oh, once <laughs> nice. before. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not, so I, you know, I'm not worried about getting followers. Like we mm -hmm. said before, my account's like an Easter egg account. Like if you know about right. us, if you know I even exist, then you yeah. can like maybe <laughs> like follow me for my one post a month. But um, yeah, I think I got the most like 
likes or love or whatever it is. Yeah, right. On that on one of those just because it was it had hashtags and other people were doing it and other people who don't know me. Yeah. We're looking at everyone's things, you know. Yeah, and I've told a few other people, I'm like, you should do this. Like it it really helps to push your like position in the community mm-hmm. because all these people who would never really have a reason to see your work unless they follow one of your hashtags, you know, you follow common hashtags. They're all following this one common hashtag with so many different interests, mm-hmm. right? So you get all these different people who are all different types of makers, but they all are within this community of people who follow along Luke and Priscilla, Luke, Luke and Priscilla Smith. They're following them. So they're in this kind of region and this, this community of makers, but we may not all know each other because we're doing different things. So being able to like participate in this can really give you this net. You can build your network really quickly. Right. And uh, yeah, so I've, I've kind of encouraged a few people to do it. Sean being one of them. And he's done a couple posts just like you. So I'm like, come on, man, <laughs> you gotta do it. Like it, it's, it's really beneficial. Like it's, it's fun. And it takes a little bit of time, but you know what, like 10 minutes, maybe a day, maybe a little more, depending on how creative you're being with it. And, and it can also really like help boost, you know, if that's, if that's important to you. So, yeah. And, you know, with us being content creators, it's obviously important to like build that following and build people who are interested in what you're doing and who will share and help you out and push your, push your channel and push your content to other people. So, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's been fun. I like it. Yeah. I like. Uh, I like um, all the different people that like. I've seen a few people who have, darn, who have started doing the Mayfair Makers because they're they've seen me do it, and that's really cool too. I'm like, oh, nice, right on. Because that's why I did it, right? I saw someone that I followed last year or two years, whenever it was ago, doing it, and I was like, what's that? And so mm-hmm. I like looked it up, and then that's when I, you know, I think that's probably when I first found luke and priscilla smith was because they had started the may for makers i was like oh, that's kind of cool so like did a little bit last year and then you know now other people are following along so yeah it's it's working it's for them. it's working for everybody else that's how yeah like you yeah. said that's how you knew them i again at maker camp i didn't know anyone but you're like hey there's those people yeah right <laughs> yeah and then we chatted with them both of them for a little while you know and yeah yeah they're like cool. go up and take pictures with the pl smith or the and they make the and they make sign right yeah so we did like yeah, the yeah. first ones or the inaugural which is fun. So I had the idea today when I was thinking about it. I was because I was so <laughs> another reason why I chose to do you for the praise day was because I knew I wasn't going to be in the shop all day. Like I wasn't going to be home. And it, I got home at probably like 830, I think, or so. But I was like, well, you know, if I if I do something that's shop related, it's going to be really late. So it's like not very many people are going to see it on this date, you know, so I wanted to post it earlier. So trying to think of different things and that's, you know, that was one of the things that I was like, okay, well, what can I do with pictures? I already have my phone, you know, or do do I have people pictures? What do I have? You know? So then I was like, yeah. So I started going through thinking like I would find a bunch of pictures from over the years that I've taken of you working with me in the shop, you know, like, and I have, I have a bunch, but they go back pretty far and I take so many pictures. I was like scrolling and scrolling and then, and then I hit the the pictures from October and I like had chosen one or two of those and I was still scrolling and still scrolling and had this like one picture. I remember taking of you like laying down, getting a shot of the fire pit from oh, whatever yeah. that was a year and yeah. a half ago. And I'm like yeah. scrolling and scrolling, trying to find it. And, and then like something happened with my Instagram or something like I was, you know, in the middle of teaching or something, <laughs> I forget what it was, but I had to like turn it off and go back in. So I started over and I was like, well, yeah, I'll just go back and see like 
how many good pictures I can get from our photo sessions with Mark Andrews. And I was like, I'll just use those because they're good ones. So, and they were all on my phone. So I was able to post early, you know, because most days I'm not posting until I get home after work. So that was cool. I used to get it done by the middle of the day or so. There you go. Yeah. So, so you tomorrow, are. today, today is, let's see, today is Thursday. If you're listening, it's Friday. And, uh, the post for May for Makers for Friday, the 13th, is, give me one second, let me scroll through the 80 pictures I have after I took a picture of the prompt. Spooky. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Friday the 13th. Oh, cool. <laughs> Positive distraction. That's the prompt. Positive distraction. Okay. Well, that should be easy. <laughs> my life is like yeah exactly how many things is like a distraction from what needs to be done everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was thinking oh maybe maybe just like fire out the fire pit that'd be cool that's a good one i often want to just go outside and start a fire just chill you know and i I often do it (laughs) like it's a good it's a positive distraction not necessarily it's like not not that i need a distraction but it's just like something that's really nice yeah really it slows me down you know yeah, that I mean, that's the whole thing we're doing with our house and with getting things. It's all figuring out things to get us outside. Yeah, the whole getting like a couch and even putting a TV outside. It's yeah. And our thing was we actually. I think I said something. Um, my in-laws were offering one of their TVs because they had like they had bought one extra or something because they they also have which put the idea in my head they've had nice patios with tvs out there right yeah and they they always send caitlin pictures of them being outside is usually with like a drink and they're watching something right i'm like well that's that's a really nice wind down thing because you can watch your show you know if one of us get off work or caitlin's off work we're not going and like hanging outside and doing stuff unless there's a fire pitch which we don't have right now but you can go Hey, let's get a drink and both sit outside and watch whatever show we were going to watch inside. Just, yeah, yeah on the but TV, we'll do it like, outside. <laughs> yeah, like and it's just a nice yeah. way to get out. Um, yeah. So that anyway, they had a, a big TV that they were going to give us like a fifty-five inch, but I was like, no, I think that's too big. I told I told uh, father-in-law, I was like, I think yeah. that TV is too big. And I was like, that's the first <laughs> time I've ever said those words in my life. <laughs> but like yeah, right. I think that TV's too large. Like, right. Within the context of being outside on the porch like Right. I was like oh, I was really thinking of something small up as high as I can get it kind of out of the way cuz when you're not right. watching you still want to just chill out there and have like a little bit of a view. Yeah, not have it in. Yeah. So is it where is it? Like if you walk out your door onto your porch is it is like that, uh, it's at center post. There's three three posts holding okay. up the roof and that center gotcha. one all so the right way to up. the left, right to the left of the mm-hmm. of the walkway, the stairs going down. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So that, all the way up top, right? All the way up. Oh, yeah, right. that's a good spot. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's out of the way. It's yeah, up high. Um, it's it's nice. But uh, yeah. If you're if you're like sitting looking at the sunset, right? The sunset's to the left. Is it like no sunset's behind us? Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I guess the left. So is really, north, you're not watching. So. You just you're just outside. Like it's nice to yeah. be outside and hear the birds and. Yeah, yeah. You can or cannot watch football or anything, <laughs> anything on TV. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can or cannot. <laughs> that's nice. I like it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, that's, and I think, uh, 
you know, I was just like holding my hands up, you know, like thinking 30 inches. Like, what's 30? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's pretty small. I mean, yeah, <laughs> in, in modern, for TVs, modern TV yeah. days. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, I mean, you can get them for dirt cheap, kind of. I mean, if you want a right. 720p one, you can really get for cheap. It's like 100 bucks. Yeah, right. But if you want a 1080, <laughs> I mean, you can't, it's hard maybe to tell a little bit. I was like, oh, well, I'll get 1080. Nor I think it was 170 bucks or something. And that's another thing. It's like, I was asking him, well, what about mounting the TV outside? Doesn't it like, <laughs> it's going to die quicker, more humidity, bugs, blah, 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 mm. you know, rain, even though it's up under cover over the roof. Right. Um, and they, the in-laws were like, oh, wait, nothing happened to ours. So we'll see. Maybe they may have just gotten lucky. Yeah. <laughs> or you just, um, you just go into it going, okay, it's going to last a few years, but it's outside. Yeah, it's the outside it, TV. Yeah. If it dies, it dies. <laughs> right. But you have a few good, you bring it in during the winter, you know. Yeah, right, yeah. But when you're using it, we'll see. I don't know. We'll, if it dies in two <laughs> weeks, uh, we might not mount another one. <laughs> if it dies in, know on the podcast. <laughs> if it dies in a couple of years and we've gotten used to it, we'll, we'll buy one. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like how, you know, what's your money worth? You know, it's like we, it's like, uh, I forget who it was, maybe Charles or somebody said something about like a game, you know, downloading apps onto the phone. You know, it's like a game for an app is, you know, if, it, if it's more than like a dollar, we're like, oh, you know, I, I can't pay for an app. You know, like I'm not going to pay for a game on my phone. Like if it's not free, like I'm not buying it. Like, yeah, but, but we'll go like, you know, we'll go to the movies and spend 15 bucks for two hours of entertainment, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. or like, or we'll I, go and I, buy, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've talked about that a lot where we will hem and haul yeah. over 50 cents at the grocery store. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Ah, three fifty for mayonnaise. Like, I don't know about that. <laughs> and then you'll right. go and buy, you know, a beer at a bar or your tab will go up to a hundred bucks and you're like, ah, it's just how right. it is. Yeah, right. No, the jar of mayonnaise will last you two months. You know, your bar, <laughs> bar tab, right. it only lasts you that night. Right, yeah. I will say, though, prices of, of stuff is getting crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Things and and we up. we drink a lot of milk in this house, household. It's yeah. my daughter yeah. and me. We drink all the milk. <laughs> and it's getting nuts to have whole milk and 1%. Uh-huh. Like two cartons of milk is like $10, you know? like Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I know it is crazy. Things going up, and I feel like they're going up faster than I mean they are. Not I don't feel like they are going up faster, but it's like, you know, obviously inflation is is a reality, and we all deal with it. But there's something about like yeah, it's gone up so quick right now. It's like it hurts. Yeah, yeah. Our uh, friends of mine recently went to Costco, and um, now granted they spent a lot of money on a lot of stuff that they were missing, but they spent like six hundred dollars on their like costco shopping trip mm. they were like they were like it was it was like way more than anything they've ever spent before on a shopping trip but you know it was like things they're gonna use but right oh, you know it's just like yeah, it was just one of those times you're like <laughs> i was like this i was like six hundred dollars jeez but you know like i go to a regular grocery store and i spend you know if it's like a full trip i'm spending like 200 bucks on, yeah. on food you know like yeah it's it's, uh, it's like yeah when i fill up the truck it's like to see the yeah, the price geez. cruise by a hundred dollars like it's nothing. I know, like oh. top speed. You're like, oh no, slow down. <laughs> you know, what? I have a, I have a trick. 
Uh, and this is you don't this look. Has, you just you just turn it. And then <laughs> just then turn when it, it clicks. You no 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 no. Close your eyes. <laughs> yeah la la la. You yeah, like hold your ears. No 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 no. No, I uh, I've been filling up my truck when it gets to a quarter of a tank. Mm-hmm. So I'll just like uh, when it hits around a quarter, I'll go and fill it up. So uh, it's like, like oh, that's not bad. I'm like yeah, you know, eighty bucks, ninety bucks, like yeah. <laughs> but if I but if I let it go all the way, it, it, same thing. It would be over a hundred now. It's like. Oh. <laughs> it's tough those, man those electric that. and hybrid vehicles are looking better and better i know oh my god i if if we i've talked about i don't know if i talked about if i could buy one of those uh ford maverick trucks yeah i would sell my f-150 today and go and get one but they mm-hmm. are you cannot find them new and if you try mm-hmm. to buy them used they are thirty to thirty five thousand dollars that is a yeah. that is a fifteen thousand dollar markup yeah right. It's crazy. <laughs> Everyone's trying to buy, it, especially now. Yeah, and that that Ford Lightning, that all electric truck that just came mm-hmm. out, which is super cool, really awesome. And it's, yeah. I mean, the reviews and everyone is just they're they're all glowing. Yeah, nice. And you know they haven't tried to do anything different. They just took their F one fifty body, took out the engine put in a, a great big battery and are, tr- yeah. are selling it for the same price as you know a normal f-150 really it yeah. starts at forty thousand. goes yeah, to like still go, goes there, to right? like ninety five thousand. man that is that's crazy. how that's how much Trunks. you're gonna pay, that's how much you're gonna pay for any oh, yeah. new f-150 yeah but the great thing all the negatives about a truck like maybe it's not fast it doesn't ride well that's all fixed with yeah with batteries um the other thing is you know you like how i'm gonna put my groceries the whole front trunk is wide open as a trunk yeah right it's great it's this whole huge area and i mean they got like outlets all over it you can set it up you got to pay for it. it's like four thousand bucks but you get set up so you can plug it back into your house to run your house for three days oh geez that's its its own generator yeah yeah, so so if the power goes out they say it can do three days without being mindful of how you use your electricity jeez if you're more limited with how you use it yeah you're conservative you'd last you probably you probably days, do yeah. a week you know yeah jeez that's crazy um, that's awesome so i would <laughs> that i probably can't afford but you can get a new hybrid maverick for twenty one thousand, which is Dang. much more doable yeah right exactly and then all the all the like negatives about a truck which the majority of the negatives of the, about a truck are the are the gas mileage, right? Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, there's nothing negative about a truck <laughs> <laughs> because it does all the things of the car. But well, people do get upset about the stuff. no groceries things. But now all modern trucks, they all got like four doors anyway. They're like yeah, exactly, SUVs yeah, anyway, extended so cab. Can... Yeah, and that's one of the things like I love. You know, both both of the trucks I've had over the last like eight years or whatever have both had extended cabs, and that's you know that's a must, especially yeah. for me. You know, with like or anyone with a family, right? You can't you assume that you're going to have to seat at least like two or three people or four, depending on like friends and kids and sometimes five, you know, it's like, <laughs> so you got to have a vehicle that, that can carry multiple people get an extended cab yeah. or four door. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, um, do we want to go into what we've been up to or are we, we maxing out? Should we carry that on for next week? Um, so we can, let's, uh, let's see. I want to, so, um, I want to, two things I want to talk about. One, uh, is our nephew Finley's birthday party is this weekend. 
So happy yeah. birthday, Finley. Um, I want to say that. That'll be kind of fun. So Drew and I uh, sail. So this is our brother, Drew, our, our older brother, Drew. His son, son, Finley, is turning two. Two? Yes, two. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, so Drew and I sail on Wednesdays. Yesterday evening after sailing, we went to go to the the marina, which is right next to our marina, which is where um, – uh, the the our host marina that hosts our regatta is Young's Marina, which is the one right next to our marina, which is in uh, Atlantis. And so we went over to Young's to to borrow the tent. We had there's this like uh, fifteen by forty foot tent, like a kind of like a ten by ten that you would you know, instant pop up, but a really long one. All right, mm-hmm. so we got this big one. Actually, Charles and Carrie bought it. Our other friend Charles, who we also sail with, and Drew and I and Charles own our boat together, the three of us. Um, Charles bought this tent a while back or Carrie bought it for Charles's one of Charles's parties, but then they haven't used it. So then they sold it to NPSA, our, our sailing regatta for use for the, for the regatta for parties and things. Um, and then Drew was going to borrow it for the party for the weekend. So we went over yesterday evening after sailing to go get it. And aunt, um, who is the, who owns the Marina wasn't there. So we were kind of talking with a Commodore of our, um, our regatta and trying to figure out where it is. And it was like in this trailer that he has, but then we went over and it was locked. So Drew was like, whatever, it's fine. I'll come back down tomorrow and get it. So then he texted me today and he was like, yeah, well it was locked, but the lock only went through one of the two things. Like, so <laughs> like the lock was locked, but it actually wasn't locking the door. <laughs> so like he had to go back and get it, but we could have got it from that, but that'll be, that's, it was just funny, but that, you know, I just want to say happy birthday to Finley. So, yeah, two years and, old. <laughs> and you so, sound, yeah. you, I would think that all these people in this story are are rich folks. <laughs> for the amount of times you say sailing regatta, <laughs> the regatta. <laughs> yes, our sailing regatta, and we are, we have this uh, party for that for that <laughs> <laughs> the big tent for our parties, our after parties. <laughs> Don't worry, folks. No one here own rich. our boat. No, we're, yeah, exactly. We're all makers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we're all makers. Yeah. We're just, <laughs> um, yeah. No, yeah. no, that that'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be a good time. So yeah, we'll look forward to it. We'll we'll celebrate life. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fun. Um, and the other thing I want to talk about was um, this year. This since about I guess February, um, I've been running or helping to run an after school program with my students called ACE, which is uh, Architecture, Construction, and Engineering. Um, and the ACE mentor program uh, pairs. Uh, architects and con- and people in construction and engineers with schools and then the the professionals come and work with the students at the school to help design a, a prompt right so last year we did it virtually and it was uh it was a tiny house and then this year we did it and it was a nature center for the inner harbor right where you know where the rusty scupper is right downtown like right in the inner harbor mm-hmm. near mm-hmm. so that location um, the design prompt was to build a nature center on that location where the rusty scupper is. So we had like a location, we went down, we did a site visit. We, we had, you know, the last, uh, eight, you know, uh, 12 or 13 weeks, something like that to work out this design. So we did our whole design. We did like work through the whole design process, blah, 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 blah. We went all the way through, we built it. We did some 3d modeling in, um, in Revit, which is a, a 3d modeling program an architectural 3d modeling program built that, put together a presentation like a PowerPoint presentation with all the work we did, all of the, each of the students, we had nine students in the program. Each one recorded their own 
slide in the presentation. And then uh, we sent it in on Monday. And then this evening we had the end of year celebration and award ceremony. So it's the end of the ACE program for the year. I went, I think we had five students that were able to come this evening. So we went and the other, the three mentors and myself, we were all there and a bunch of parents, you know, and on. And, uh, and so they did the presentation or they, they like showed some stuff and, and, uh, and we got to see the other 10, uh, competitors or whatever, the other 10 programs. And this is all like, um, um, let's see, Maryvale, which is a private school, um, uh, the Eastern tech, which is over near where like Kenwood used to be. There were a bunch, so there were not, you know, 10 other programs as well as us that all did competed in this ACE program or, or participated in the ACE program. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then they gave awards out at the end of the ceremony for different, um, different distinctions. And one of the distinctions was, um, the, the award for the best use of the design process to work through and design. And our students won that, which is nice. awesome. So, so yeah, so our program, Baltimore design school, we won best use of the design process for our, uh, for our program, for our project. It's really cool. cool. So, so our whole like presentation really walked, walked through the whole process of how we like went from, you know, looking at the site, getting inspiration from other sites, um, doing some, some like diagram work to think about how we want to set it up. And then, you know, our overall idea and how we kind of, built this whole process how we went from you know the original idea to our finished idea and really showed that process so and it was kind of is really cool for me because that's what i push a lot in what i teach at, at baltimore design school is the design thinking process right like yeah. i really push that that's what's the most important about my program it's not we're not like the most important part isn't the fact that they learn how to build buildings even though it's architecture the most important part is that they learn how to think like designers, you know, that they can mm -hmm. take an idea mm -hmm. and get to the end in a process. That's not just, let me jump straight to the end. Right. We can all, we all have this vision of what we kind of want at the end, but to be a sophisticated artist or designer, you need to be able to work through the process of like doing some brainstorming, doing some research, doing some prototypes, yeah. you know, revising, get and, and build that, learn that process. And then you can do it with anything in life, whether yeah. that's, whether that's, deciding what you want to have for dinner or <laughs> making a building a house, you know, like you, you like learn to think through a process instead of yeah. just like jumping straight to the end. So I pushed that. So I was super proud when we run that, when we won that, I was like, yeah, nice. That's what I've been pushing the whole design thinking process. So. No, that's great. It's, that's awesome. Congrats. And it's, um, yeah, that's the whole, maybe going back to what we started out with, what makes a good yeah. art, what makes, like respectable art like right that other artists will respect it's right it's you seeing that yeah. someone has a a process that they work through it's mm -hmm. it's that lazy maker or that lazy artist that other people don't respect right it's that person who doesn't put in the work and time and i think that's in any profession when you yep. see someone not working hard at what they're trying to do in in anything definitely in production definitely where i work in sports when you see someone not trying yeah. And not doing the process of what you think they should be doing. Like, hey, we all know how this works. Yeah. Why aren't you doing this, this, and this? Then you lose respect for them. So that definitely makes a good art or artist yeah. or anyone just where you can see that that person has a good process and it it, it helps them. It, it's that's You teach that, right? Like always, yeah. you're, you're teaching them how to work and how to learn more yeah. efficiently. Right. Yep. 
So. Yeah. And I think, you know, that it, it also, you know, when someone doesn't work hard or when someone waits to like the very end and just gives you something that will, it'll work. Right. It's, it's like just good enough. Right. Whether that's in school or whether that's in, you know, someone who you work with in your job or, you know, like they're doing their job just good enough. It just disrespects the rest of the people who mm-hmm. are. And it also it's like if you would put in the effort to, like, work hard throughout the whole process, how much further could you have gotten? You know, like how much better could we have all been because of your effort? <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's just disrespecting everyone else around you by not putting the effort into the process mm-hmm. right the intention is not there and it's just yeah so yeah and i think at least in my experience the hard workers get together they yep. they continue to move whatever you're doing they're the leaders they're the people getting shit done yep and they're also the ones making fun of people who aren't working hard enough <laughs> you're all yeah, sitting right. around going what are they doing yeah. <laughs> right. at least, yeah. At least my experience in production, when we see a camera guy who's not doing what he should, or yeah. anyone in any of the positions in a uh, production setting, we yeah. all sit around and make fun of you. Yeah. And all of us are usually the people who are in the top tiers of what we're doing. Yeah. So. Right, shit exactly. together and start working hard because <laughs> you won't be the that, butt of the jokes. That's yeah, it. Right. If you're trying, then we're not going to make fun of you. We'll just say, yeah. yeah, he's a hard worker. Yeah, yeah. I, and and then we're much. Everyone's much more willing to help you out. Yeah, exactly. You hey, your shot's a little off, or hey, blah, 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 or like do this. Try run up these stairs. It's quicker. Yeah, but you know, if, like, <laughs> if you're constantly making excuses why yeah your shots don't look good or your or your work isn't good, then people give up on trying to help you, and then mm-hmm. they just sit around and make fun of you, and you just get left behind, and they all move forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they they don't care. We don't care about someone who's not working hard. Like, all right, they don't want to help. Okay, yeah, good luck. And then once you get let go, no one's going to feel sorry for you. Right, exactly. It's going to be good riddance. You know, mm-hmm. let's get us someone else who's going to work hard and, and make us all better together. Uh, yeah, everyone would rather have someone who works hard who doesn't know as much. Right. Yeah. 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 That's that's what it is, right? And I, like we said, I see I see that in education. I see that in you know in. In, in business and in design fields and all of it, you know, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's that intention that makes people want to get better and makes other people want to help people get better when they mm-hmm. when they try, you know, and they get a, even just a little bit of effort, right? Just it, you don't have to be like crazy. You don't have to be the like you don't have to be the one that's there earlier than everyone. Right. You just have to be the one that wants to try hard. You know, you want to try and you want to like. It's it's like yeah, I think it's a level of respect, right? You want to put in your enough of what you're doing so that way you're holding up your end of the bargain. <laughs> and like and pushing a little bit. Like let's push higher, let's make everyone better. Right? Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Well, anything else before we do recommend recommendations? No, I think that's good for this week. Cool. All right. Well, uh my recommendation and I was looking through so doing the May for Makers challenge. I was looking through all the different makers and looking for someone who participated and um was kind of just scrolling and scrolling and looking for something that kind of caught my eye. And I did come across um a maker and her name is um uh, Chris uh hold on. I need to Sweeney, I need to find it. Sweeney, I have it written Sweeney. here. Okay. It's uh Christabel. Sorry, I wrote it down, but then I second guess if I actually read it, wrote it correctly. <laughs> um, and her uh, her Instagram is I M C Bell, which is B E L L E. So hashtag um, 
or at I am C Bell. All no spaces. I am I A M C as in the letter C and then B E L L E. Um, she she did a post for the Boston Myth, which I thought was really cool. Um, and uh, her she talked about carpenter's pencils. So she's a I guess a woodworker or whatnot and does other stuff as well. But she so there's just a picture of her holding up a regular pencil and then holding up a carpenter's pencil and said carpenter's pencils are made um, made that specific the way they are for a reason. One is that they're made flat, so they don't roll away when you're placed on an uneven surface. And that's kind of like the common knowledge, right? Everyone's like, okay, a carpenter's pencil was wide and flat. That's the idea. Like you can put it down, it doesn't roll away. Carpenters are always putting stuff down and you don't want to roll away. Um, two though, they're specifically made one half inch wide by a quarter inch thick for spacing things like decking boards and in perfect intervals. So those are the two common widths, right? So they're always a half inch wide by a quarter inch thick, which I thought was super cool as well. And then three, the lead lasts longer when marking rough surfaces because it's a thicker piece of lead, right? It's not a round piece of lead. It's like a, right. a, a oblong, you know, lozenge shape, I guess. So I just thought that was kind of cool. I like, I'd never known that they were a half inch by a quarter inch thick. Um, that's a super cool thing. So, so check her out. Um, Christabel, I am C bell, um, on Instagram. It looks pretty cool stuff that I saw her do, but I just, that one stood out specifically because it was something that I didn't know of. And I thought that was cool. All right. I am following. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was looking at her stuff as you're talking about. Yeah. It was a cool, and it was like cool pose too. You know, like the way she, she took the picture of herself. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it caught my on. eye. Right on. All right. Um, I'm going to cheat and say, since we were talking about the bikes. Okay. Um, <laughs> rad power. The bikes uh, I got were Rad Runner 2. Okay. Um, it's uh, kind of, and I, you know, looked through a million reviews of what to get. Um, not only did I like the look of it, but I thought it was cool that you could, um, it can carry a lot of stuff. It's like mid range, everything. Like you're not going to go necessarily like off road mountain biking, but you can do a little bit of everything yep. road stuff, paths, stuff like that. Um, no, but they're great. They're great so far. We've done some trails and stuff. And, uh, so if you're looking into it, I mean, if you, google it or type it into the youtube like all the people that's the one they suggest cool so red runner two and i think the sale is over but we also got four hundred dollars off because we bought two so that was nice yeah there you go yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's sweet yeah i'm excited now because because derek has one and now you guys have them like man I showed I show Drew. He's like, oh, man, uh, Steph said, I guess now we have to get some, too, huh? They <laughs> <laughs> love it when your wife says that. I was like, yeah, we're going to have a gang. <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> I've, ar- I've already been, like, planning. I'm like, all right, so how far can we go in one? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, like, can we make the how, – how could we do the whole thing in, like, a, a weekend, you know? Like, <laughs> That'd be sweet. Like, put some backpacks on and, like, yeah, travel like, around yeah, a little bike but, backpacking. That'd be sweet. I bet we could do it in a, a Saturday – or a Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday. Do what? The whole thing. What whole thing? Oh, the whole – The whole trail. How, yeah, it's not that long, though. No, no. I don't know how long it's – but it's probably – because isn't it just just go up to PA? Just go further into PA? I don't know it how goes far it goes. It goes to York. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So it's, I mean, you could do that. In, what you could do that in a couple hours, I guess. Right. Mm, maybe. <laughs> Wait. What? How many miles is it? 
I, I don't know how far the trail is. So let's say what's, like, what's what's Cockeysville to York, PA? I don't know, like forty miles, fifty miles. It's going twenty miles an hour. You just gun it the whole well, time. You, you don't gun Whee! it the whole time. You get a lot of dirty looks. <laughs> Ten miles people. an hour. You know, you could do the whole thing in six hours. <laughs> well, you want to have fun with it though. You don't want to unless yeah. it is a race. Unless we all go. It's like our own version of the um, gumball <laughs> race that they yeah, do across right. Europe every year. Right. We all pick our things and tiny little vehicles or whatever. Yeah. Uh, That'd be sweet. <laughs> let, me, let me see real quick. Let me let me check it out. Yeah, because that's the thing too. Like, where would you stay? I guess there. I guess it goes through lots of little towns and stuff, so you could pick somewhere to like stay. Because it's not like it. It's not like a camping trail. It's not like campgrounds and stuff along the way. But there are. Yeah, there's hotels and bed and breakfasts. So yeah. I mean, we we could all do. We could do the trip and then right. pick somewhere in the middle. Right, yeah. So we have fun. You do some swimming. You hang out, have some yeah. drinks, blah, blah, blah. And we all end in the town somewhere in the middle. Right. New Freedom or something. And then head up all the way to. It's right. according to, well, it's basically 37 miles. Oh, okay. What did I say? So, like 40? So let's say it's 40 miles because it, it weaves and you know, goes back and forth a little bit more. Yep. So it's probably 40 to 50 miles, the trail. So you- so that, that might actually be like for, for, a if, if you want it to be mostly biking and not a lot of stopping and like swimming, it could be a up and back. Right. So like 40 miles up one well, day, 40 miles back the next day. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. think, well, I guess, I guess you could go up and back because it would have to be up and back. I mean, it doesn't have to be up and back. You can also just we could drive my truck up an hour to York and pick everybody up and just bring them all back. You know, right? Leave, you leave the truck up there. Yeah. No, I think I think that'd be a great. I would I would say you just do, yeah, maybe half of it, right, and then end in York. Yeah. So in the morning or the next day, whatever Saturday or Sunday, right? Let's say Sunday, and then. All right yeah. up. I like it. Yeah, that'd be fun. That's a good yeah. idea. I mean, you know, we have to do it on our regular bikes. <laughs> Unless we're all getting I'm not planning on buying an e bike anytime soon, but you know, no. we'll see. <laughs> you you can try to keep up with us. <laughs> be like, that'd be some that'd be some messed up stuff, man. <laughs> just like you guys are just riding away on your e bikes and just leaving the rest of us like, right, see you guys later. We'll, we'll see you at the campground in two hours. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you. Yeah. You'll be like, Can I get a be- tow? Stop grabbing on my bike. <laughs> You'd be like a dog. You like you go ahead really far and then come back and then go ahead far and come back. And yeah, do little off road excursions and stuff. You know, I, I will cool. say that us comfortably <laughs> pedaling at the the one assist setting, mm-hmm. we were we were comfortable with it because it's like normal bike speed. Yeah, right. We we're constantly doing a little bit of effort. Right. I mean, it's like we said, it's a flat, nice path anyway. You don't have to do much. Yeah. But we're just doing a little bit, and let's give a little assist. So we'd probably all go the same speed. Right. Yeah. And, like, we could mess around. Like, we could. I could, you know, we could tow you for a mile or two. Like, you yeah, know, right. hang on and just take a little <laughs> ride. <laughs> throw the, throw a rope uh, Yeah, I'll throw you a rope. rope tow. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, yeah, right. Everybody just relax for a bit and just tow it mm-hmm. and power assist. Or, or we could switch, have fun. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We'd all have a good time. Derek's got fun. one, and, you know, I don't, I don't know. We'll see if Drew and Steph get one. Yeah, I've I, long have I been trying to convince Nicole to do like some type of ATV or powered vehicle camping trip. I was like, wouldn't it be so cool if we took like four wheelers and went and like, you know, 
100 miles in like three days she's like no I'm like really that would be cool to you she's like no it's so loud and there's she's in like the power you know i'm like oh, all right we can do that <laughs> what we do want to do though would be a sweet would be like to do a, a horse back trip oh yeah like that would be awesome like a backpacking trip and one horseback that would be real cool yeah i um <laughs> i know i mean you know we can do e-bikes and normal bikes, and yeah. I mean they're they're totally silent. That's a great thing. That's why you can get away with being. But you're also not right. Yeah, I think people have issues. Everything I was looking into it is when you have the higher level e-bikes, right. they can go real fast. I mean, right, right. the rad, the rad bikes. They there there's like uh, levels, so it's like a a class two. So it maxes out at twenty. Right. So the second you hit twenty which is a, a good pace on a normal bike, on a road bike. Yeah, right. And it's done. So you're not, like, causing havoc. Yeah. You're not flying around. I mean, once you go up levels, they can go 30, 40, 50 miles per hour. Then it's yeah. a little crazy. Then you'll get some looks. But if you're just right. cruising along. <laughs> Silently, <with> like, <laughs> like, hitting 40 miles per hour on that trail. <laughs> no but sound. if you're going, like, a pace yeah. that normal bike goes. and Yeah, and, uh, no one noticed. And we hit, yeah, you know. Exactly. The red runner comes with a built-in bell. You know, you give them a little yeah. bell when you're coming on their lap. Ding, ding. And, you know. <laughs> Out of the way, slow poke. <laughs> we didn't get And actually, we got passed by, uh, by like a, real a normal biker. Yeah. yeah they, right. were, they go faster than us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 20 is, 20 is like a pretty good clip. It's not, it's, you know, it's not as it's not like and, hauling, but it's yeah, pretty good. On a, and on like I said, bike. half the time we're going probably half that. Yeah, right, exactly. Our cruising speed is probably 10 or 12 like a normal bike. Like yeah. It's not... yeah, just like taking your time and just enjoying the scenery, right? Because that's the other thing, too. If you're going really fast, you're, like, cautious. <laughs> like, now i got to be cautious of, like, all the little divots and everything on the no, road. We, yeah, we want to go slow enough look where we, around can, and... we can chat and talk. Yeah. Like, like we were, my wife and I were driving, like, side by side most of the time. Yeah. We're just talking. Yeah, it's fun. And of course, she was a little bit faster because she got a lot of lot, lot of less weight to carry. <laughs> <laughs> so she would take off. I'm like, hey, you're like, I'm like, I'm like you're skinny ass. The bike doesn't feel like anything's on the back of it. You switch into like level three. Like, <laughs> my, my bike's like squatting. Like, oh, come on, it's a squat. Like, <laughs> like come on, baby. <laughs> Going uphill, just backing away slowly. <laughs> Her That's and the all kid, I got. yeah, Still, right, you know, exactly. hundred pounds less than me. I'm like, come on, <laughs> get back here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, we're we're having fun. We, yeah, yeah, we can do that. I think I'm trying to convince um, Guy and Abby to get some, or at least Guy oh, yeah. to get one. And he was he was also making fun of the look of our bikes. <laughs> he didn't like it. He's like, that's the nerdiest thing I ever saw. I was like, it looks cool. It's like a utility bike. Like, I, I, I like it. I like the look of it. And Yeah, they kind of look like mopeds. You know, like yeah, that, right. Yeah, it's style, got the moped yeah. look. And I was like, I really like it. Like how the back is built into the frame, all that type of right, stuff. You yeah. know, you can actually carry some stuff. And I sent him a picture. He was like, well, is this, the, I don't know. He's always good with insults he's like get your uh dork squad stickers <laughs> razzing us and then i told caitlin and she laughed and then she said well tell him he's bald like, Dang. rude girl here's one for him you're bald <laughs> women really know how to cut to the, the chase don't they <laughs> that's great i was like dang i told him he was like oh she's rough <laughs> yeah i know right man it must have really hurt <laughs> she's like, like oh, i got one back for you 
<laughs> Tommy's bald. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> they got to use something against us, right? That's right. We're just perfect in every other way. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll call it there. That was a good way to end the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> guy's bald. And guy is bald. Speaking of guy, we want to have I want to have guy back on. He's a fun fun guy to talk to. Fun and he's guy. also been doing a bunch of uh, house renovation and stuff and flipping, so I think that'd be kind of a fun conversation. So. Oh yeah, man. They we'll they've been doing on. everything. He's full into it. So he's going to be my new resource for yeah, anything. He's yeah. <laughs> but he's also one of those guys now. He's done so much. I, I'm like doing a simple thing. I'm like, hey, I'm going to put it. I'm going to hang a TV outside. He's like, you're going to run some electric. You're going to do this. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. take it easy. <laughs> like, we're going to get some extension cords. <laughs> put in some screw eyes. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to run into a plug. Like, all right, take it easy. He's ready to drill holes in the house and cut siding. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. We're not doing that. Tap into your into your your uh, box, you know, like right. fuse nope, box. Like, no, nope. yeah, I'm good. I'm going to pick a brown run colored extension yeah. cord, run it, <laughs> run it down the porch under it, and then do it. <laughs> to an I, yeah, yeah yeah i don't need like a, a fully wired porch <laughs> just no, to, just no. to run a tv yeah the max the max i did was i got a, a switcher a switch for the uh, lights outside ah, one of those nice. button walmart switches where you can do the one off that's, <laughs> yeah, a, that's right. as far as i go <laughs> button walnut. yeah right <laughs> nice all right well, everybody, thank you so much for listening again. Sorry we missed last week. We were just, you know, again, we're always busy, always doing something. So I uh, I considered recording by myself or with somebody else, but, you know, I was like, eh, yeah, we'll hang it. We'll, we'll hold off and uh, wait till next week. So thank you all so much for listening. Um, make sure you don't forget to head over to YouTube and subscribe there. That's what we are here for. So we want everyone to go over there and check out our channels. We have our uh making a or the three tools you need to make a knife i don't know did we talk about that was that out when the last podcast came out i I think we talked about it was gonna be out i don't know yeah so that that one's cool that one's doing pretty good you know that was a fun little quick video and got a lot of good uh responses back from that a lot of people who are really uh who are really excited to like comment and and also talk about how they have learned knife making and things from our channel over the years so that's been pretty cool yeah um and you guys can also head over to Instagram if you're not already following me on Instagram and following Devin. You can follow along. Uh, it is the if the, the it's the thirteenth. If you're listening to this on Friday when this comes out, and um, I will continue for the rest of the month doing the May for Makers, and hopefully Devin will will spat, spatter in a few here and there as well, <laughs> since he's obviously not a man of his word, but that's okay. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so follow us over there at the Art of Camera Guy and Art the at the Art of craftsmanship and you can see what we're working on and what's going on behind the scenes and if you want to support us uh, further you can always head over to patreon.com slash the art of craftsmanship and uh, for those patrons over there we really really appreciate what you do and uh, and that type of help makes it a little bit easier to to do something like this to do a podcast where you know we don't have sponsors and and this is like just something fun to do and for those of you who who support us it makes it a little bit easier to do something like this as well so we really appreciate that and for those uh, who are over there you will be getting something in the mail i reached out to everybody and got their addresses so i'm working on something for them so that'll be yeah. kind of fun so yeah. we're going to send some stuff out to the patreon the patreon supporters so thank you guys 
All right, everybody. Well, that's the end of episode 89. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.